worst albums of the year well right let's wrap the- this up we got a lot of cleaning to do <laughs> you know i say we let that sit there and just permeate oh, man. let the anger flow through you <laughs> it makes you strong now a weird thing since i think i did a better job being selective about my albums this year okay than maybe some of the other hosts of this show um but like i've told you in recent weeks that i only have two albums that I royally hated okay. this year. And I was going to bring that up, too. There are one, two, three, technically four, but I'll get there. So there's three albums that I – those are my bottom three that, like, I don't recommend to anybody. I don't think anybody should listen to these. Yes. And there's one that's, like, that makes me so mad but on a different level. Yes. Everything else is just, like, like uh, whatever. I gave it a shot, and it did not thrill me. Yeah. Therefore, like, I felt nothing. Yes. <laughs> At least with some of these blah albums, I'm like, oh, well, that's a fine song. It's fine. There's like, for some of these, it's like, there's nothing to offer me here. Well, I gave chances to some tracks mm-hmm. and, or for some, for some albums this year. And I'll probably never try to do that again. Sure. I, I, it's like, I should, cause some albums you just should listen to. Yeah. But sometimes they really disappoint. We were at that and stage now where it's okay to just drop stuff. I know. But I thought I needed to give some of these a chance okay um but even like you know my, my number 10 is a six out of 11 mm-hmm. yeah you mentioned that. that last week my worst album of the year is a three out of 12 which that's not bad it's, it's i mean it's bad it's bad but, but it's, it's not like a zero out of something right yeah well well so folks welcome to that. this week's episode of our year end review we're going to be unfortunately talking about the albums that uh, really disappointed us as you just as you just heard we don't hate most of these albums. They're just kind of, meh. Meh. yeah. And and also also want to the last two I hate. The last, yeah, <laughs> sure. But like, there's like reasons why I hate some of these songs. But we'll, we'll get to that when we get to there. So we're gonna talk a little bit about some of the albums that really disappointed us. Some of the albums that we hated. Um, but I also want to. I really want to like start off this episode by saying that we we bear no ill will towards this band or any of these bands or artists. And, right. or their fan bases or anything just for us personally these albums did nothing for us we don't need to make excuses anymore i think we, i think it's important to <laughs> no I, and, and, I, and i mean that like cause i really don't want to be like curmudgeon me like like <laughs> like even though like we're saying like this these albums suck i'm like I'm, we're just saying that, like it's, it's somebody's a, somebody likes this band somebody, somebody out there likes it? this band right it doesn't mean that you're wrong right it means that we might be wrong <laughs> But we just don't know it yet. <laughs> one day, just keep it that way. One time, I posted our worst of episode on the internet, and somebody got really upset that we had the word "alive" and "escape the fate" in and there. Miss May I? And Miss May I? Yeah, <laughs> they got well, really mad. So you know what? I mean, did they say what did they say they were going to do? Not listen to our show? They probably don't. <laughs> I'm sure they're gone. That was like 2014. That was, yeah. Who knows how many decades ago now? Whatever. <laughs> oh, that, that was in the teens. I know. We're yeah, in the 20s now. We were we were just children back then. Yeah. And I'm sure that person has grown up and realized how wrong they that were. That person too. has grandchildren now. <laughs> I am human. <laughs> but yeah, so. Just like me. So yeah, I wanted to get that out of the way. We bear no ill will towards this fan. And if you yourself happen to like any of these albums, which I suspect some of these are going to end up on like some people's like 
Okay. I know. Listen. And I'm sure our top ten will end up on people's worst. Well, that's just wrong. That's fine. Okay? That's fine. That's fine. We're the best. We have a podcast. <laughs> okay? <laughs> <laughs> so who gets the unfortunate pleasure of starting first this time? Who f- went first last time? I can't remember. You did. Okay. So should you go? I think you should go, go first. I'll go first. This time. Okay. And well, then you can go last for the best of. Okay, sounds there good. Go. So, <laughs> like I like I mentioned when I wanted to clear some stuff up, I bear no ill will towards this artist. In fact, this artist no. has created some of the best songs and some albums that I really really like. Oh. Uh but uh long-awaited uh solo effort from this artist. He finally had a follow-up to actually his I mean the the solo album that counts <laughs> uh, that he released <laughs> was one of my favorite albums of that year. And uh, he finally released uh, this one, uh, and it kind of came out of nowhere too. Like a mo- like one month in uh, May, he decided, or like in April, he said, "Hey, my new album's coming out, guys!" And uh, it's called "There's a Place I Want to Take You" by Kurt Travis. There's a place I want to take you. Yes. Yeah. So it's know. my number ten because it's just kind of there. It's there, and you I can know pick that out a track or so that you like. I tried an easy peasy is that track. This is a tra- I, I didn't want to like pick songs that I specifically hate. We'll get to that later. <laughs> but um, easy peasy. I want I want to at least show you guys like what Kurt Travis has to offer because yes. he is a talented song singer and songwriter. I think we've already established. But he just dropped the ball on this one and the Royal Coda album from well, last he year. Straight away from the Swan Town to make this album. <laughs> And I think I guess that so. might have been his first mistake. I know. He like went outside. He saw sunlight for the first time <laughs> in who knows how many years. And he was like, I'm going to write an album. Here I am sitting in front of a You guys, a, a and a you lake. can't stop me, Will right. Swan. He sat down at a lake and, and wrote down some lyrics. And mm-hmm. he's like, I finally have a clear head. And he wrote a decent song here. Yeah, Easy Peasy. Probably yeah. my favorite song on the album. It just wasn't a good collection of songs. No, and it just kind of like, by the, by the midpoint of the album, I'm completely checked out. And, and he, like, he finally learned about what it's like to have criticism from the internet. Mm-hmm. And he turned that into art. Yeah. And it so good. It was bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, you should take criticism and, like, act upon it whatever way you see fit as an artist. Or not. Or not. I don't know. Or just, or just ignore it. Or Who just knows? write songs whatever. that you want to write. Yeah, that's, that's fine, too. And don't give... Don't give more more uh, don't, ammo don't, to people. Who yeah, are don't fuel the fire. Things. That's fine. That's fine. Do don't do it. It's fine. I mean, I'm sure some people really like this album. <laughs> this is what I mean, you know. But this did nothing for me. Like, there's maybe three songs, three songs maybe, maybe on here that I like. I can't think of them right now. Well, and he had such a good follow up, or a good first solo album. Yeah. So, so that, that's that's always going to be there. Yes. And you know, Kurt. You know, and Kurt has such a pedigree of. Of, of, of great songs, great guest spots, great um, albums that, and of bands that he's been in, and but again, you know, we got two albums from him in one year. Sure, that's true. This is really weird. And we got like seven albums from like Donovan Malero, but uh, whatever. No that's every year, though. Okay. So, so should we kill it? There is a place I want to take you, Kurt Travis, Kurt and Travis. that's to the that's to the studio <laughs> to. Keep writing yeah, albums. Back to the Swan Pound, <laughs> where everybody where you'll be safe. Where you'll be safe. <laughs> so this first one for me, and like I said, I didn't hate it. It's just the one that happens to have ended up in my number ten position. I'm not mad, just, just disappointed. Disappointed. <laughs> 
So um been listening to this artist for a couple of years now, and to varying degrees of interest on my side of things. Um, I don't... Oh, there we go. We'll just go with the, the silly song, where I think it's silly, at least. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is his ode to the uh, TV show Full House. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Pup. <laughs> Pathetic use of potential. And yeah. I mean, what... It's a six out of eleven. Okay. It's got some good tracks. Yes. I like. This and that's song. not a bad score. I always forget that I need. Or it's to not play, a terrible score. I need to play the bad songs when we do this episode. <laughs> but <laughs> this you is always a, a song by track what eight? This is track seven. Seven. Bloody Mary, Kate, and Ashley. It usually brought me back in after like a couple of tracks I didn't care for as much. Are you fake? <laughs> Are you alive? Rain? <laughs> I like this song. <laughs> It, I think it's it, silly in like all the right ways. But I know. Like, I like the song get a lot too. Yeah, but I know they have their audience and they have their sound. I've just never felt like they've pushed it into the next kind of level. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. They're kind of stuck in that mid range, right? You think? I, I haven't seen heard anything from them so far that's been just like, man, that's yeah, so good, like amazing. I know for you, this album kind of feels that way. Um, uh, but you know, it, even though it was in my honorable mentions last week, like. I can see what you're saying, though. Like it, 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 it's failing to, it's failing to get over that hump, and they, they, I, I guess, I guess they are just kind of stuck in that mid-tier. Hmm. Even though I do enjoy their albums, yes, yeah. So I just, I'll just leave it at that. It's my number ten, and again, six out of eleven. Not a terrible. Score. Usually, that would have put you right in the middle of my pack. Yeah, but not this year. It just, it's, it's just the way the math is, I guess. I know. Well, unfortunately, sorry, pup. Better <laughs> luck next year. Which I'm sure they'll put an al- album next year. Album or two, probably. All right, so they got to stay fresh. My number nine, uh, just just a just a short one. This very my number nine. Hey, Carlos, how you doing? Are you get off the podcast? Are you really sad that Chris Walla is no longer in a <laughs> in, in a Death Cab for Cutie? Because I am. Remember when Kintsugi came out? We were all so happy. Yeah, remember when Kintsugi came out, Carlos? And it was like the best album of the year in 2015. I remember. And then remember they, well. and then Chris Walla left the band shortly thereafter. Where did he go? Bring him back! I'm just saying, like, I don't know if he was that important to he, the band. He was, apparently, because he, well, he apparently he wrote the most of the songs. Reason. Again, well, he, this band feels like they're coasting at this point. They are. Yeah. I mean, they felt like they were coasting after plans. So this is uh, the Blue EP by uh, Death Cab for Cutie. This came out in September. I was looking forward to some pleasant songs after the really disappointing album from last year. Thank you for today. Thank you for today. Yeah. Came out on my birthday. I can't. I just think that they think they're kind of untouchable right now. A little bit, yeah. Everybody keeps listening to them and buying their stuff. Yeah. Oh, this song is about, like, kids blowing themselves up. Yeah. I think it would be good. No, it's just really boring and kind of uninteresting to listen to. I like the uh, the Blue Bloods song, the last song on the album. Yeah, that one's okay. At least it ends on a better note. Yeah, at least it ends on a better note, but... It's just it's sad when you see one of the bands that you really admire just kind of peter out to nothing, you know? They'll always have Kintsugi, though. There's always Kintsugi and plants. <sighs> All right. That was the song Kids in 99, which I believe is a single. You guys aren't going to listen to it. It's fine. <laughs> Don't bother. <laughs> We're telling you what not to listen to. <laughs> All right. So my next one is called A Band That I Don't Know. 
if I'll ever listen to again. I feel like I've given them enough of a chance this year. And sometimes when you listen to a band and you want to be surprised and then you listen to all five of their albums. Oh, no. You're like, I don't need to listen to this ever again. Then you kind of know that they did something that wasn't so great. Now, North Lane this year ended up in the bottom of most of my lists for the previous decade. Um, Including, I believe, Mesmer is now my worst album of 2017. Oh, no. So, I don't know what I'm missing with this band. Again, I gave it a 6 out of 11. Well, (laughs) It's their best album. When I talked about them last week, I mentioned how they take industrial elements and new metal elements and electronic elements and even some trap elements and combine it into this cocky hard rock sound i can see how that would be really really off-putting to you yes especially with this album alien because they're really going out all out with this one it's still the best album they've ever done yeah and i can dig that i'm sure their fans are thinking like oh they sold out because now Adam likes them. Yes. They made music that Adam likes. <laughs> oh, wait until this the episode comes out, man. <laughs> Riots in the street. <laughs> um, no, but this album actually, it was from what I've seen, it's pretty divisive. People, some mm. people who like it or some people are not at all all in with their uh, new sound. Okay, because they went they went a little bit more like pleasant to the ear. Yeah. So, yeah. That's they made it. listenable music. <laughs> they made music that is 50% listenable. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I... It took at least three or four tracks before I could give a pass to any yeah. of these ones. Okay. This is rough. You know, it's a long album, too. It feels very long. Yeah, the pacing is kind of not the best. But there are sparks of greatness in this album, as, I, as I've as i mentioned in uh, last week's episode. But uh, I, could, I, I perfectly understand why this is your number nine worst. It's so anyway, off-putting. It can be off-putting. <laughs> Let's move on then. <laughs> he doesn't want to listen to any more of this. I know Dave likes it a lot, and that's fine. I know lots of people Dave. like it a lot. You and know what most people like Australia. a lot? Dave and the rest of Australia really enjoy it. Well, Dave should probably move to Australia. <laughs> you know what most people like, Adam? Most um, people in our in our music scene? They like the, the, uh, the EP from the Depths of Dreams by Senses Fail. Oh, no. Uh, it's a great EP. Okay, it's a great EP. I know you don't like it. It's it's it doesn't do it for me. That's fine. I understand. Okay. It's it's a lot of violence in it. Yes. But you know what? It uh, was a very important seven. album in our music scene. It's true. Often imitated, never replicated. Oh, they tried. Wait a minute. It, it was replicated <laughs> by Senses Fail themselves. That's not, I mean, that's fine. These are some of the best songs they've ever written. It's kind of like a redux. It's a redux. Ten years later. Fifteen years later. Yeah, I was going to say more than ten. (laughs) Uh, Census Fail released From the Depths of Dreams Reimagined um, here in 2019. On paper, that's that's fine. We have new musicians now. Let's see their interpretation of these songs. Okay, you listen to it. Okay, well, it sounds exactly the same. Okay, that's fine. Well, then Buddy is has evolved as a singer. Mm. Let's hear his new renditions of these songs. Oh. 
I really can't tell you what it sounds like compared to the original. But oh, you he's, tell us. He's, he's doing the. He's doing that weird vocalizing. Day. <laughs> and he's sounding bored. He is so checked out with these songs that he publicly has said that he hates. Yes. By publicly, you mean that one show we were at. <laughs> well, that too, but also in multiple interviews, he's talked about he's talked about how he has nothing but disdain for this EP and the songs on Still Searching. Maybe this is just his way of working or through fun. letting go of the past, and then I never have to play these songs ever again. This is the most cash grab, low effort, could be horseshit of the year. Oh, oh. that's my number eight. <laughs> Worse uh, than Redux. Worse than Redux. <laughs> because at least... Those were good songs? No. Shane told, you can tell, he still likes these songs. Oh, okay. And it comes That's through true. in his performance in his voice. That's true. Okay. It almost sounds like Buddy Nielsen is trying to sabotage these songs. And it's <laughs> embarrassing. It's almost like, aren't you all idiots for liking yeah. these songs? Oh, you like these songs? You like these songs! <laughs> Away! <laughs> oh. I'm so, I'm so upset. So three more al- three more years. So that the was next one album? of the albums that like I'm really upset about okay. this year. It's, it it has no reason to exist. It exists solely to cash in on people's dumb nostalgia. Mm. And he 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 could have at least tried. He could have at least made it sound like he liked these songs still, but he yeah. doesn't, and he didn't. What was the uh, the the internet's reaction? I don't give a shit. <laughs> Adam, let's do number seven. I thought maybe you'd want to know if other people felt the way that you do so that you can hate <laughs> on it together. <laughs> now, my number seven... I'm oh, sorry, number eight? Yes, eight. Is also a six out of 11 in that it wasn't that bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. But it's a kid's score. Sometimes you have to, you know, you accept things that people give to you as options, <laughs> as, as things that you might enjoy. Oh, no. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, there's certain certain albums that just kind of start out pretty good and have several good songs on them, but then they throw in bizarre ballads amidst a handful of aggressive post-hardcore tracks. And you, you, this is just a taste of the five tracks that I didn't hear. Is this holding absence? This would be holding absence. Oh, it's holding absence. <laughs> Now, I enjoyed those six okay. tracks quite a bit. Sure. Like a Shadow, one of the best songs of the year. Okay. I'll give you that. That's the only one. But I'll give you that. <laughs> um, yeah, this I mean, was a recommendation from Dave, but unfortunately, for me, middle of the road. And for me, usually middle of the road, but this year... Technically speaking, up, it's middle of the road. But yeah. Like, now it's your number eight. Worst album of the year. Number eight worst. I feel like this band has potential. Are they going to capitalize on that? Probably not. I don't not. know. I don't know. You know what? Probably a lot of people like this song. You know, <laughs> it's 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 a fine song. This is track six or five. Track five. Yeah. So I, I believe that the first four tracks were pretty up tempo. Yeah. And then like this, you said, like a shadow, pretty good song. Yes. And then kind of, kind of a big train derailment here in the middle. And I was yeah, always just like, this probably should have just been the last track. I was always thinking like, oh, I could probably enjoy this song. And it's just like, no. Flowers. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, it it, it it really throws off the pacing of an already kind of mediocre album. Mm-hmm. So this probably really should have been like tucked in at the end. It's okay. Whatever. It still got potential. I hope for the best for them. But I had no idea you were going to like throw this into your like worst. <laughs> I was just making fun of Holding Absence because I don't like that name. I know. Well, and you've been talking about them. Yeah. How much you've not liked them for a while. And I was always like, well, I, was, I thought it was okay. And then it ended up in my worst. And yeah. I was like, oh, like, oh well, I, I, guess I guess I didn't, I didn't like either. <laughs> <laughs> Math, All right. Math. Moving on to number seven. So this band's been, a, been away for a little while. Uh, away, we accidentally away. saw this band when we went to go watch bands that we actually enjoyed. <laughs> Nothing nowhere. <laughs> that's, not, that's not fair. But um, <laughs> they, then, they, they, then they released um, an album. Two albums? I don't remember. Maybe an album, and then they went away. Uh, and then they finally came back. They're back, baby. It's the beginning of After. the Lion King soundtrack. The Lion King <laughs> remake is finally here. Uh, this is the their new EP, because they're back, baby. Uh, Sleep <laughs> is the name of the EP. Oh. By the band Hartist. Hartist. Mm. Well, were we missing Hartist in our life that much? Kind of. I thought they had a lot of potential <laughs> to do great things. I mean, Feeding well, Fiction really dispelled that rumor, in my opinion. Yes, I know, but the but EP, five baby. years later. <laughs> oh. I gave it a four out of six. <laughs> I like the song. The song's fine. I like, like the, I said, I'm, I'm choosing good songs. I don't want to... I like the Walking in the Wasteland song, or whatever it's called. But for I you, remember it. it's pretty terrible. I don't remember it. It's middle of the road. It, you gave it one listen. No, I gave shoved it, it on your bottom list. I gave it several, and I don't like them, unfortunately. I just know that I, I looked them up, they weren't doing anything, and then literally a week later, our EP is coming out. Like, how did that happen? You did that. It's my magical brain. You like accidentally like pinged them right. in some email thing that they... They're they, like, oh shit, the EP? Oh, we, we still have that? Oh, fuck! Because the last thing I saw was like a post from 2017 where they were like, we're playing Nintendo games. <laughs> like, that was it. I don't know what it was. Hey guys, what do you think of Super Mario Odyssey? <laughs> <laughs> and that was literally the last post for two years, and then it was like an EP all of a sudden. Yeah. So, I mean, these these songs on these EPs just sound like they came off of Feeding Fiction, which is, yes. you know, whatever. It wasn't a good album. So this, this this is just one of those Roadrunner bands. I mean, they're not a Roadrunner anymore. I was but they're say, like, it can't be at this They're point. like one of those Roadrunner-esque type of bands that are just going to... We're just gonna write songs, and our label's gonna pay for it, and we're gonna do. Imagine fest- them on any label right now. I know, but like, whatever. Maybe they're just on hardest. I'm just, records. yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just giving you an example. We're a hardest artist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we make heart art. <laughs> seven, Mike. Number seven. Seven. I guess this would be a, a fair time to have a discussion about this album. Okay. Um, you mentioned it last week, and that's fine. Because I think everybody was waiting for this album to hear what it was going to sound like. Mm. And we were all like, oh, man, I can't believe it sounded like that. And we were like, oh, wait a minute. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Because here's one of our singles. Oh, no. (laughs) Now, littered through an album that might be not that great. Mm. It might be on my worst of the year list. It's not that bad of an album. No, it's not. I gave it a 7 out of 13. The album was called Beautiful Oblivion by Issues. And I gotta play this track if we're, if we're, if we're doing worse. If we're talking worse, we gotta play this track, yeah. The, the, the often polarizing flexing, yes. which 
I am a, an apologist for because it's just a transition track. It could have been about a minute and a half shorter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But like, it literally is just like a transition track. And if it wasn't released as a single, that's the label's idea. Oh, Don't man. give the band. No, that's all them. You think that's, that's them? all them? That's why Tyler Carter said, man, it's so good to be out of that box finally mm. after they released this song. Okay. They put, I mean, it's like single number three or something, right? Yeah. So they were like, okay, we'll give you the first two. Okay, so but legit, there is a lot to say about Beautiful Oblivion by Legit issues. bangers, I will give you that. There much. are legit bangers on here. But as a cohesive album that everybody had, that everybody set a lot of expectations on, it unfortunately lets <laughs> you down. <laughs> but I got a mama run. <laughs> Tyler Carter. Tyler fucking Carter. I mean, he's getting fatter. A little. He's getting hairier. A lot. He's getting more bear-esque. Yeah. He's, he's a bear boy. <laughs> oh, boy. And that's fine. The dude can still sing. The musicianship is obviously top-notch as usual. It is. And they are... And they are... Branching out and doing different things. But as a cohesive album... I... I tried so hard to try to find... The one linchpin that would get me to love it, and I have not found it yet. Nope. I've been listening to it since October, and I and I'm having a hard time, which is why I thought, didn't even crack my top twenty. I thought you were going to have a similar issues reaction, mm. where you don't like it at first, and then it's in your top ten, mm. which is usually what happens with issues. So I'm very surprised if, it if, didn't happen this year. But if oh crap, but if <laughs> that is, <laughs> but if that. Can, if that does happen in the future, I'm open to it. Mm. It's just, I've, and I'm still listening to this album to this day. I've, I've, I haven't stopped listening to it. Yes. I want to like this album because I want to reward bands for going out there and yes. trying new things. Don't stay in the same bubble your entire career. Yes. Because there's no point in that. doing that. And it was exactly what I thought a Boneless Issues album was going to sound like. Sure. It had its R&B elements. It had its rock elements. It had but one, nothing, one song was screaming, which was weird. Yeah, <laughs> but like nothing is as catchy as their past stuff. Might be true. We'll talk about we'll talk a little bit more about issues in January. This album will I promise. Always or this band will always just be a fifty fifty band for me. For I guess. you, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's all right. I'll continue listening. So I'm never gonna like, not listen to their yeah, album. Yeah, this is like the first issues album that I'm like on the lower end on. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 all in with all their past stuff. I love right. How even back then they were still pushing the genre forward, yes. and maybe I'll gain a new appreciation for it. Maybe in the coming months, who knows? But like as of right now, I'm not in, still and I'm there. and I'm giving it, and I'm trying really, really hard. I want to like this album, but I'm having Mike, a hard time with it. It sounds like bands from the '80s. But I got flies on my run. <laughs> it sounds like Herbie Hancock and the Hancockers. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know. That, that blogger, vlogger. Like, I'm that you rat, but I got that. I'm a rat. <laughs> Number oh, 10. His mama eight. burned a hole right through his pocket. My dad is in my ear. Does that mean his mom stole all of his dad's money? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Number six for me. Uh, we talked a little bit about this last week, how you enjoying it. And that's fine. They are what they are. And that seems to be okay with certain fans, maybe like half this podcast. For me, 
not so much. Not so I'm kind much. of kind of a little over this band now, and I just want them to take their talents and to put them into something productive and useful and stop writing the same song over and over again. Our last night with Let Light Overcome. I don't like the song, but hey, they've never done that before. Oh, they've never done a breakdown? They've never done bass. There's been no bass in any other, <laughs> any other albums. <laughs> oh, Math Rock. Ooh, ooh, ooh. They haven't done Math Rock before. Yes, they have. On every album. In every album. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of... I'm a little over our so last the, night now. The, the interview that you... Fascinating watched. interview. Yes. But like it didn't make me appreciate the album anymore. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what they were talking about on that. Even in that even well, so what they talked about in the interview was how they came to the decision to continue to make covers and because it gets their name out there. And sure. it, it, it'll get their name out there forever. And the way they described it is next time there's a Katy Perry fan and they want to look up one of Katy Perry songs, our last night's gonna show up like number three in that search. Right. right? So it's gonna it's gonna stay in the public eye forever. Uh, regardless of where that artist goes in their career, so they're going to keep doing that because it gets it's beneficial for them as a business. So right, because they don't get a four hundred one k plan. No, on their self funded albums. And <laughs> from a business standpoint, I'm okay, loving they can ride Katy Perry's coattails correct. into their sixties. <laughs> but uh, but uh, oh, and that's and that's the thing too. They're going to have a steady stream of interview because Katy Perry songs are always going to be popular for the most part. So, like, people are going to want to hear the, the rock cover of it. So even when they're into their 60s, they're going to get some of that sweet, sweet Warner Brothers revenue. You know? Why would they get it? Well, you know what I mean. Katy Perry uh, or somebody wrote that song. <laughs> no, I know. But, like, I think I think because of, like, fair use stuff. They'll get 13 extra streams a year. Yeah, whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> but, like, but, but like, it's it's a fair business model. So, like, from a business standpoint, I get it. I and they're, they're doing it right from a business standpoint. But for their original music, they are play, they are staying stagnant, and even with their, in their own words, giving the fans what they want. And I am not about that. Right. Like you are the artist; you should be the one dictating what your art sounds like, not exactly. the fans. The fans don't matter. The fans are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the one that's talking right now, <laughs> especially Derek from Albuquerque, twenty years old, still lives with his mom, works at the mall, has has gauged ears, sunglass hut, sunglass hut. <laughs> he works part time. Wetzels, pretzels. He, but apparently, he knows what Paramore should sound like. <laughs> so that's just kind of where I am with our last night and all their. And all their peers, really. They're, I'm just kind of like, push yourself or don't waste my time. Right. I don't sit around waiting, like like on pins and needles for the next Our Last Night album. Right. I just listen to it when it comes out, and I and judge if you like it, you like it. Yeah. And I like five tracks. What can I? And say? that's fine. And there's nothing wrong with like the way you ingest music too. It's just for me, there are literally every year there's like 50 to 60 bands that sound exactly like this band. Why am I ba- why am I paying you any attention? Because they were the original. Because <laughs> you the you're the memories. original doesn't mean you're the best. 2014, Mike. But our last night we is sang never... along. Yeah. We can make it till the sunrise. Oh. oh. We sang oh. with with Trevor Wentworth or Michael Bloomberg, whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite member of uh, our last night. Michael Bloomberg. Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> All right. What's your number six? Nine, eight, seven, six. Okay. Well, I gave this artist yet another chance. 
Granted, it's better than the last album was. The last album was really, really terrible. But granted, this album ended up on my worst of list as well. But it's a five, or I'm sorry, it's a six out of 12. Giving it, oh no. What happened? I don't have Adam on my iTunes. Oh no. All right, we'll pause oh, it then. then. I gotta go over to the tubes. Okay. Do you want to bring up your YouTubes? The YouTubes? The YouTubes? The YouTubes. How did I not end up with this album? You must have not sent it to me. <laughs> but how did? Then how did you hear this album? Oh wait, never mind. I got it. <laughs> go ahead and go back to the iTunes. Oh okay. <laughs> I just didn't know it was called that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pardon me for my freakout, because I didn't know that I had this album on my iTunes, because I forgot the name of it. <laughs> it was that bad? <laughs> it was that bad, Mike. Oh, no! I haven't gone back and listened to it very much, therefore I forgot the name. But allegedly, this album is called... <laughs> this album is called Disguise. By the band. I don't recognize this. It's probably because you didn't listen to it because oh. you're done with this band. Oh, but I listened to it. And who is this? Motionless and white. Who else could it be? Marilyn Manson? You said no. You'd be wrong. Motionless and white. Spookiness so, and white. Better than graveyard shift. That's a that's a low bar. That was a very very low bar. Yeah. They actually tried, and they actually wrote a handful of decent songs. Five but, out of eleven. Or five out of ten. You think? I gave it a 6 out of 12. Oh. So this would be only one 11 of... tracks. Apparently, it's a 6 out of 11 now. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Motion Get out of here. Now i got to redo my math. But we'll figure that out another day. But for now... For now it's number 6. For now it's number 6. <laughs> but... Yeah, so... I know Mike was not interested in this. Mm. Most people are not interested in this. After the last album, I think they, 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 did, they did not earn my trust back. I'll say that Code is a banger. That's about it, though. Code. You got track three that's track all spelled really weird? Yes. Okay. Um, that, that is a legitly good song. Okay. But, you know, you got your Marilyn Manson, you got your Korn. You know, there's nothing original about How many Jonathan band. Davis songs are here? Zero. Oh, no. Enough. Only zero. That already makes us better than the last album. <laughs> so this is a terrible song on it, though. This album, yeah, this song's not very good. No. But it's still, that's why it's one of the worst of the year, man. Mm. It's got to be one of the worst. And I don't recommend it for most people unless, I don't know. I don't know who's listening to this still. Spooky Kids. Spooky Kids? Yeah. But this band's been around since, like, 2008. Aren't they all like still be in their thirties now? <laughs> you can still dress all goth at at the sunglass hut that you work okay. part time at. It's right next door to Hot Topic. Yeah, so you're getting there. Yeah, you can you can see Hot Topic from across like from, from your register. Right. So, you, so you're still, still goth. Spooky. <laughs> so take this album or leave it. I will leave it. Are you done with the band? You think there's still something in there? Mm. We'll see. I don't see why I, sh- I can't listen to them. Okay. It's not like that bad. You should at least give them another single for their next album. Yeah. See where, see where you're at least they didn't do anything about eating zombies and eating eating people. 
but there's none of that. But that's spooky, though, Adam. I know, but that Undead Ahead was the only one where they tried to do something dumb like that. Undead Ahead 2, The Tale of the Midnight Ride. <laughs> they what? tried. They tried to do something stupid for that song, and that was the only track that they did that on. Oh. And it wasn't, like, as bad as... She likes me because I give head like a zombie or yeah. whatever it was. <laughs> so. Ash Costello likes me because I give head like a zombie. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, number five. Eat, eat, eat. <laughs> I really liked um, this artist's uh, first album because uh, I was expecting to hate it. And mm. then uh, it really surprised me. It ended up being one of my favorites that year. Mm. Uh, so the follow-up comes up. Super excited because, you know, saw them, I even saw him live at the... At Warp Tour. Oh. Uh, ended up being my wife to be's one one of her favorite albums of that year as well. Was I there? You were not there. No. Oh, okay. This is the Warp Tour that you were not there. Okay. Uh The Ghost of Ohio by Andy Black. Andrew Black. Andrew W. Black. <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah, I really, really, really let down with this album. There's nothing as memorable as anything in the Shadow Side. Um there are, I mean, there are singles in here that kind of tr- attempt to capture that same magic, but nothing really sticks at all. These do seem like kind of throwaway songs from, from the last album, which is a shame. As long as he's not doing glam metal, I'll take it. Yeah, it, it's his, <laughs> his voice and his style really suit this uh, genre of music. It's kind of... I don't know what to call it besides regular rock. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's rock and roll. You can call yes. it rock and roll. But, um, well, luckily, he's back with Black Veil Brides now. Oh, good. Everything's moving moving forward gonna, with that one. I think I read that they're just going to re- do a reimagining of their first album. Well, it's about time. Ten year anniversary. Good. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll be there From with the depths my... of dreams. Reimagined. I have no idea. <laughs> What's as it a, called? As a sense of stitch style. these wounds. Yeah, or whatever. stitch these wounds. <laughs> Ugh. So, Blah. I'll take Andy Black solo any day. Yeah, I'm I'm am still in on Andy Black. I think I, I think he's still writing like interesting music, but uh, unfortunately this wasn't it, and I'm, and, and I'm hard pressed to try to even try to remember any of these songs. Really, it's, it's a damn shame. I was really really let down. With this There's one. two songs on there I care for. Yeah, but that's about it. Mm. Can't even find them on my list. Not Andy Black, 26. He's right in the middle. 26 okay. out of 50. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is just another album that's just kind of... Blah. It's there. Unfortunately. I can't, you have to listen to it. You have to listen. I, I, I would recommend this to, to people, like casual pop fans, uh, pop rock fans. Just, you know, because I, I, I think there's stuff in there that they can enjoy. But um, I can't recommend this to people who at least like their last album, his last album. Did anybody ever listen to that album? I hope so. It's a great album. We we gave it a, a shot in the arm. Yeah. But most people, I don't think, really cared because they were just like, no, we want our glam metal. I that's want a, my brides. That's the only music. Where are my brides? I need them now. All right. I'm going to just quickly talk about this next one so we can just move on quickly past Okay. It. Fair. Um, all right. There we go. This is yet another solo album from a guy that maybe, I don't know, maybe we don't need to listen to his solo stuff anymore. We'll just keep him with bands. But Trust me, I'm done. Kick your bitches, opinions. Kirk Chavez, number five. We don't need to talk about this very much anymore. Yeah, we've we talked enough about it. It just kind of was blah. I gave it a five out of ten, mm. which still isn't that That's bad. That's not terrible. <laughs> 
but it's still my number five worst album of the year. Who is Andreas? What's he doing on this weird song? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't hear him. <laughs> There's a place I want to take you to by Kurt Travis. Made both of our worst albums of the year. And this is like this is like him putting it back on us. Mm-hmm. Very passive aggressive song. Mm-hmm. It's like, Which, we do all this for you, yeah. yet all you do is bitch about us on the internet? Yeah. It's like, it's like the, the song was written for the skinny with Mike and Adam. Correct. And, <laughs> and, and again, which is another, and, I, and I'm aware of the song too, like I feel guilty that I don't like this album because the song somewhere is in there. This is for the skinny with Mike and Adam. Yeah. Specifically us, yeah. Fuck but you like, assholes. But again, like, it's nothing personal and we don't, like as much as I hate from the depths of dreams and how cynical I am of that with that fucking reimagining like I, I don't go into any of these albums expecting to hate it I want to like every album and there's nothing personal and there's nothing personal to you or your fan base this is for us he came to our hometown he did just to play his songs all for us <laughs> us specifically also this, and money this but track <laughs> was always where I was just like I'm out like I can't yeah. I can barely follow along with this album now mm-hmm. It's so early in, this, in the album, too. It's in track four. <laughs> but you know, sometimes when oh, artists experiment... People. <laughs> sometimes when artists experiment, they don't always hit it out of hey, the park. He got out of the compound. He did. He went to a lake, took a picture real quick, wrote <laughs> ten songs. And here you go, America. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it definitely does sound like something that he just kind of rushed out and not the product of six years of, or however long. How long ago was the his first? I think it was fourteen. Yeah, so, so five years. Five years so, so it's the product of five years of writing solo music. But mm-hmm. whatever. It's a lot of other bands he was in. So I don't really have much to say about this number four. I'm just gonna play it. It's, I mean, it's just kind of there. Uh, Law dispute. Para, para, panorama. Hmm. Like I don't really have an opinion, really. No. Like I, I literally feel nothing. For for yeah. uh, for a band that has such an exciting sound and style. Right. It's very original. Yeah. Everybody should give it a shot. Yeah. But See what you think about it, because like, for me personally, I don't feel anything about this album. I can't remember a goddamn thing about this. King Street is. The free bird of the scene? I know. Don't at me. That song is amazing. <laughs> but, um, yeah. What, what, there's not really much to say about this album. I gave it a five. I couldn't tell Why? you like, any, any songs that I like. Sure. But, like, this song's kind of cool. Got a good like... guitar riff. Yeah. It's got good rapping over it. There's moments in this album that are good. This is as Midwest a... rap, like. White it is. Yeah, mid- white, white men. White men finally taking back <laughs> rap where it belongs. Right. On the mean streets of <laughs> Greenwich, Connecticut. Ann Arbor, Michigan. <laughs> and uh, Connecticut, of course. Yeah, so I don't know what this band is. Because it's doing... been like six years since their last album. I think right. 2013 was. I think you're right. Well, 2014 was their last one. I think you're right. Yeah. And they, so I don't know what their what their deal is, but I'm not going to stick around to find out. Yeah, I think there's I, and, and, and this this is a band that I don't like enough to want to continue um, to see if they're going to knock knock it out of the park. It took me a long time to get through those first bizarre spoken word EPs. Yeah, I feel like I put so much effort into their early stages. It's super, and enjoyed a fair amount. Yeah, but this like 
it doesn't have anything to do with it much at all. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what I'm going for here. And at if least- you take all the parts off, like you, you separate all the parts of a Law Dispute album, and then you realize, oh, it's literally just the lead singer just saying whatever he wants is weird poetry right. over random assortments of musicianship. I know I'm oversimplifying, but, but it, when you separate all the things, it's like, that's exactly what it ends up being. There's no traditional song structures. There's nothing like that. And it just kind of ends up leaving you a little hollow. Unless you're, like, super into, like, avant-garde hardcore, which I'm not. No, no. but they will probably have their audience without us. Oh, I'm sure there's people out there who love uh, this new Law Dispute album. Actually, there are. I've, I've, I've read lots of re- uh, user reviews that this album is great. One of the, some of their best stuff. Okay. I wouldn't well, know. Then you though. guys can keep it. It's okay. Don't at Mike. More Law Dispute <laughs> for you guys. So we already discussed this young band. I think they're young. I, think, I believe we spoke about them last week on Mike's Honorables. But, oh boy, let's see. Maybe I'll just click on this one. Next year, I'm just going to give you my honorable mentions list to talk about for your worst albums of the year. <laughs> I'll just go with this track because I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh. It's just random uh, letters and numbers. Um, but Amoroses. It's Peach Club. So, I wasn't expecting much. That's I I W two D W Y. I want to die with you. There you go. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is an album that I feel like they were testing the waters with. Mm. It's like let's change up our sound, but not stop too being, much. Stop being that aggressive hardcore band that we were. Yeah. <laughs> and go full on into techno emo synthwave, synthwave disco sound. Synthwave, yeah. Who's coming with us, America? And I think America came. <laughs> well, I, for me, I'm personally all in for the first five tracks on. For the first five tracks. I think this new sound suits Brandon Bradleyson, like, really well. <laughs> Brandon Bradleyson. Whatever his name is. That's great. Bradley You've Walden, right? his name, something like that. Brad Bradley Bradman. Walden. Brad Bradman's. <laughs> but, like, I think, I think it suits his voice and his vocal style really, really well. And I am all in if they continue down that style in the future. And but I... this album comes to a screeching halt midway through yes. when it just becomes another boring, bland Amorosa album. There you go. And I think that that's all that they're capable of. Mm. And that is fine for them, because obviously we don't matter. I think they should have just think... released the Peach Club EP and <laughs> did all of the Synthwave songs. They might as it. well, but we're not invited in the club. No. Remember they mentioned that? No. If you don't like this album, you can't come in the club. No homers. The, <laughs> <laughs> the password is 131. Pass it on. <laughs> That's the passcode you gotta get into the club. 131. Okay. That's it. Not 1234. <laughs> <laughs> Not 131. <They're>... Revisited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get me started on that one. <laughs> well, see, they don't have to do a revised or a revisited version of this because everything is already reimagined. Correct, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they can't reimagine it anymore. Right. Well, I would want them to reimagine tracks 6 through 11 in their new Peach Club sound. <laughs> How about that, Amarosa? I gave it a 5 out of 11. This I is think the first 5? Uh, uh, this is a consistent 3 in a row, like 5 out of 11 mm. from, this, from this band, so I think I should probably let them go. Okay. I, I, 
I was going to let them go after 131, but I was just like, hey, they changed up their sound. I got to give it a listen. Yeah. But And I'm glad I, I'm glad because I was with you too. 131 is one of the worst albums I ever heard. But, I, know, um, I was there. But uh, <laughs> but then when I heard, um, um, what's the name of that song? Uh, Given Up. I was and, and how angry it was making everybody. I was like, oh, I got to hear this. I got to hear this. And it's I ended no flexing, up loving that song. I like love it too. that song. I like it too. I love how it makes everyone angry too. Just like flexing. Mm, makes my nipples hard. <laughs> but, uh, 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 but yeah. But they they didn't they 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 didn't commit, and I'm really upset that they didn't commit to it. Whatever. Don't Better at, luck next time. Don't at me. You should at me because <laughs> I'm I'm back into your club, but you're not. This isn't the club that I signed up for. Gotcha. That, that would make sense. It's more of an apricot club, <laughs> right? <laughs> Come back when you actually have peaches. <laughs> Number three. Number three, Mike. I got really excited. Number three. Because I heard that this artist. Was going off doing new things. Yes. And uh, legend has it, Adam, that we're still listening still recording to this, this album today. <laughs> we're never, we're never going to finish this album because it's so long. Wait, wait. Adam, oh. this is the first track <laughs> off of Enders by Dead Swords. This is the first track. It's five minutes, yes. 41, minute, 41 seconds long. Not bad. It's the shortest track on the album. But doesn't that just mean there's more time to cram in greatness? But doesn't that mean that there's that the album has a whole, there's so much great stuff in it? Yes, that, that it needs to be an hour and seventeen minutes. That we we we, we mere mortals cannot process right. how great. What's his name? Alex Rosamelia. Alex Rosamelia of the Gaslight Anthem fame. Perhaps if he shot it out into another galaxy. Correct. Like wherever Thor lives. Yes. And maybe they would get it as guardians. Love this album. They do. They told me. Us humans in Midgard? Not so much. <laughs> See, it's like you, you have hope for that guitar riff at the beginning, yeah. and then, like, this is the whole album right here. Is, this is. Yeah, and the sat and the bad part is. I want to eat lunch today. <laughs> and the bad part is, there is there's no indication of when one song ends and another song begins. It is a through line of an, more than an hour long. Just shoegazy, isn't that the best way? Extended, extended chords, vocalizing. Well, either we don't get it, or it's really bad. But (laughs) I'm gonna go with both. A little bit of both, because I like me some shoegaze when shoegaze is 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 accessible. This it seems like it's so avant-garde that it's way outside of the wheelhouse, and there's nothing really exciting about this album whatsoever, in my opinion. I, I can't pick out anything in this album that I, I like or enjoy. Shroom core. Shroom core. Do I just have to? <laughs> have do I just to be under the influence? Do I just yeah. have to take that? Be like, oh my god, those guitar notes! <laughs> I can taste them. <laughs> Done. <laughs> well, well, we haven't heard from you about this album yet, have we not? So I guess we'll talk about it soon. It might be in my top ten, and I wish that you we'll would find stop putting out. down some of my favorite albums of the year. We'll talk about it next week, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, we've been talking yeah. about this song for upwards of thirteen minutes, and it's not <laughs> over yet. So I'm going to stop it here. Just doesn't want to end. 
All right, Adam. What's your number three? My number three worst. Well, I'm just going to stay silent as I look for it because that's what the good people want. Silence. (laughs) More stuff for me to edit out. So I'm just going to continue to talk about... uh, Speaking of Gaslight Mike, shut up! Okay. (laughs) I'm going to click on this opening track of the second album from our Lord and Savior, Our Last Night. Oh no! What's and the name of this album? Overcome the Darkness. I, I could kind of get why they would split this up at the same time. I'm an old school. Just put all the fucking songs together and make it one album. That's the special edition, Adam. It's what? It's Fourteen tracks altogether. Yeah. Eight plus seven. Fifteen tracks. Fifteen. So they could have just done that and got rid of. At least three songs <laughs> that didn't need to be here. Um, this song is dumb. When humans become our gods. Yes. Now, we've already talked about our last night so much in the last mm-hmm. two weeks. I There's just, a I lot to talk. say anything more. Yeah. Though there are three tracks on here okay. that are legitimate bangers in that our last night sort of way. And, like, Losing Sleep, I think, is the second track. Okay. And then yep. the... the Last track on the album The Beaten Path Yes Those are both very good songs And there's one more somewhere in there But um I mean I don't I don't get it why they would do it this way Mike Is it just because They well, could bridge you the year Well seriously Like good? when you have some time Go watch that interview okay. I know it's been like a couple weeks We keep recording these episodes And putting them out <sighs> And you refuse to listen to that interview I don't have time <laughs> But if you traveling have to, to St. Louis Yeah if you have some time <laughs> Check out the interview Because it, it really is fascinating And they talk talk about how bands going forward are kind of collectively agreeing that the full album cycle is unsustainable in this oversaturated market that we have so the way to combat that is to release smaller releases now what's going to happen is that you're going to get a lot more not greatness rather than like they could have probably whittled this down to 10 10 tracks out of the 15 and i would Mm -hmm. have been like man that was a banger yeah, but instead, I got I'm stuck with you know eight out of fifteen yeah. tracks that are worth listening to. And and, and and because I'm old school too, I agree that the album cycle, while flawed, is probably the way it's still the way to go. Because at least in the in the studio, you can write a bunch of songs and then pick which ones are the best to put onto your album. But if you're Shane Told or Anthony Ranieri, you can't do that. Because you think all of your shit is gold, yes. when really you're delusional. Like, if we had 12 songs on an album, that means I wrote 12 songs. Yeah. <laughs> and no more. And never have written another song which is, which, since that last one. <laughs> which is, which sounds like a fluke how Dead Reflection ended exactly. up so good. But anyway. But maybe they're just geniuses and we are mere mortals. Yeah. <laughs> or because uh. humans sometimes are gods. But Yeah. You know, Shane whatever. Told is my god, really. But <laughs> but what but what is man but to defy their god? Oh, got uh, got gotcha, gotier. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long since he's released an album. Now he's just someone that we used to know. I know. Isn't that a bumper sticker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number two is Tyler Carter Moonshine. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Adam, what's your number two? Is that where we're going here? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have nothing to say about Tyler Carter's Moonshine. You give a quick review while I find my next album. <laughs> you know, Tyler Carter's Moonshine is just another attempt for him to do more R&B jams. He's great at R&B singing, but for some reason there's this... Okay, that's it. No, no, keep going. That's this, is, this is just background music. Oh, okay. For, for review. <laughs> 
It's just for some reason when Tyler Carter is doing solo R and B stuff, there's a lot missing, and I, I I think he needs other artists around him to kind of ins- inspire him to bring him down from the rafters. Bring him down from Perhaps. the rafters, yeah. Hmm. But um, it's, it's, Moonshine is just. What the fuck is this? <laughs> what isn't it, Mike, is the real question. <laughs> we just spent a good five minutes talking about this album. Oh, oh this, is, <laughs> this is Dead Swords. <laughs> this is Dead Swords with yeah. their hit, hit single. <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> Track 7. Uh, like, you, you, you get hopeful with that acoustic guitar in the background. Mm. You're like, hey, maybe some Brian Fallon kind of stuff is in The song show. is 7 minutes, 24 seconds. The next song, Letters, is 7 minutes and 2 seconds. Track 8 is 5 minutes, 56 seconds. They had a lot of time in the studio. They're still in the studio. (laughs) Rumor has it, track 11 is going to come out sometime soon. I hope so. This is the one that has the guitar outro where he's just playing that for like 8 minutes straight. (laughs) It's so fucking trippy, bro. I feel it. I can taste it. Whatever. I don't know. I, I mean, well, do you have, have any, to give this a chance. Do you have any other thoughts to share for, for Dead Swords? I'd like three songs. Okay. Out of ten. Is this one of them? I don't think so. <laughs> do you not remember what songs oh, Say, can you see the by the dawn early light? All I wanted what? was to so sink my teeth in his neck. We hail. <laughs> uh, I made that up on the spot. So there's not much to say about Dead Swords. Should we just stay away from any and all Gaslight Anthem side projects from now on? Until Gaslight Anthem gets back together. Like that's, I mean, no Brian Fallon, no... Adam Levine. Yeah, no, I gotta revise my top 100 no album. Benny Horowitz on yeah. drums. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Alex Rosamelia. This, yeah, this is. When did this come out? This came out in March. Oh my gosh, it was so long ago. It's still coming out. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll get the full album. Then we'll then then tune in to our show and then we'll give you our full thoughts on the full album, folks. Number one. Okay, so I'm gonna set this up. This is my number one worst album of the year. Do it. I think you probably already know what it is. I've talked about it a lot for you like off air. Um, so I'm going to just play like 30 seconds of it. Um, no commentary. And I'm going to let you. <laughs> and then I'm just going to stop the track. Okay. And you'll understand. Okay. okay. Did, I, did, I, did I not hear this album? No. You did okay. not hear this album. Just and like I refuse to let you do oh, it. Because really? this is the only... This is the only part of this album I'm going to give to you okay. because of the nature of, of how we're doing the show. Gatekeeper. Got it. No, because like you have to listen to it for, for just for this episode. All right. So Go I'm for it. play about 30 seconds. You'll understand. Okay. I'm, I'm going to apologize in advance, listeners. Uh, skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to listen to this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been in nice life, but I'm so wasted. 
first time I listened to that <laughs> album, I almost turned it off right there. Because he said, ah! <laughs> That's not the only time in that album he does that. I was going to say, did you finally make it through once? All the way to the end? To this day, I have not finished LP2 by Secret Band. Well. This is one of the worst albums I have ever heard. And it hurts my heart to say I'm that. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, three of your favorite artists of all time. Yeah, they go out to make a super group just to make you happy, Mike. Is it a super group when like a couple of the members are missing? <laughs> they just took away two members, and yeah. now it's a new super group. Um, I'll, I'll... Okay, apologize. I think. I, I just I think they tried. They wanted to make something that you would enjoy. They're doing something super silly, and they went a little too far. Is it silly? Did you read the lyrics? You mean ah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Did you read the actual lyrics? Oh, uh, let me pull them up right now. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the lyrics. <laughs> right there. Okay. Is that the right there, Adam? What do you think he was really trying to say about it? <laughs> well, I think he's really trying to talk about how, like, nuclear pro- proliferation has, yes. like, really, like, affected our both economy and yes. how, how, how it's, you know, really brought down our politics. And also, blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> I think track two is all about growing up in Inglewood, right? That's what <laughs> Violence. <laughs> uh, so don't listen to LP2 by Secret Band. That's really the only – I'd say – Yes, the only album on my list that I highly, highly recommend you never, never listen to. Never listen to it's, I don't think it's for do, anybody. Do you know anybody who has listened to it? Is a real yes, question. Daniel. He recommended it to me. So he liked it? He said it's fine. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I gave it a 50-50. I gave it one <laughs> out, of, out of 10. <laughs> how, many, how, many goo- how many turkey gobbles do you give this? <laughs> now I feel like I need to hear it. Okay. Just <laughs> Okay. If you can get past I'll the whole you know. album, just let me know. I'll let you know if it's fine or if it's boom. the the furthest I've made it is track four. Okay. Because it's re- like it re- like uh, no joke, it gave me a headache. I'm sorry. It's, it it was that like ear grating. To the YouTube, Mike. Oh, YouTube, it is because I did not ask you for this album because I found it on my own because I was like, you know what, I need to listen to me some of this album. And then I will judge accordingly, whether it was good, go for it. Whether it was bad, whether Mike is right, or whether Mike is wrong, because who knows? Most what, of the time, Mike is wrong. <laughs> who knows what the real story will be about what will become of this artist into the future? But I'm just gonna click on this track, and we can sit here for the next four minutes and fifty-one seconds. Is that how long the intro is? Yes. <laughs> no, it's the song. But if you ever wanted to put on an album, now you've described it's Lana Del Rey as oh, no. who fell asleep in the in the record booth. <laughs> if you needed to go to sleep, and then I listened to Billie Eilish's hit album, number one on the charts, yes. numerous Grammy Award nominations. When we all fell asleep, where and did I was we like, go? There must be something I'm missing, so I'm gonna go out there on my own. And I'm going to listen to this album. I thought I gave this to you, though. No, you didn't. No? Okay. That's okay. Because I listened to her first album, and it wasn't this bad. Okay. (laughs) Um, There is nothing 
about this artist that should be glorified. It's weird. It's okay. So, legitimately speaking, I, I think saw it's the just video to bad guy. Yeah. So I know what she's trying to do. Yeah. So you so you get it at least you get the aesthetic. So I get it. I get. And I'm not saying like I love this album either. She's, she's she's the joke's on us. Yeah. This whole thing is a huge joke on us, the consumer. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I gotta say is that this album is incredibly long. It's long, yes. And that eight song, like, why did we need to mess with the vocals to make her sound like a baby on every other word? <laughs> and then Hawthorne Heights covered it. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, they didn't sound like a baby on every. Well, other also, uh, JT Woodruff has a daughter. My that's my daughter's age. Yes. And uh, so. JT Woodruff. <laughs> Huh? Yes, I'm aware. J. J. D. Wood Woodrow Wilson. J. D. Woodruff is the same age as your daughter. Got it. Yes. <laughs> I am an old man. With um. So by so track like fucking eleven or whatever this one is on. Yeah, this is the last track. Yeah. I just knew like this epitomies what's wrong with this album. It's super minimal, so I get it. And Therefore, you'll... it should not be glorified as being like a great album in one of the word glorified. Just because it sells a lot of copies doesn't make it a great album. Her parents I, are in the entertainment industry. Correct. Are you going like, to go down that rabbit hole too? Can I have an album? And they were like, sure. Here's our, here's fucking whatever records you're on. Are you going to go down that rabbit hole now? I will. Okay. I will. You're, you're, the, you're the industry plant uh, conspiracy theorist? Because nobody, nobody likes this. <laughs> <laughs> I can see I, I understand the appeal Cause like my daughter Really likes it She's a weird girl Who loves weird people And She is filling A market void For weird girls And that's cool I think that's completely cool And I think That some of her songs Are great You can make better music Though if you're gonna I think her next album Is gonna be great though I'm going to give her Similar to how factor. Yeah similar to how Like you hated Pure heroin For how droll it was but like melodrama ended up being like a really upbeat yes. pop you know good album so I think her next album is gonna same. gonna be like have a lot of effort put into it I do th- I do think that there's a lot in this album that is low effort but because she does have like a unique voice and a unique aesthetic no. she can get away with it no when you <laughs> look at her stuff from her first album she was just kind of trying you mean when she was like 14 years old? Okay. She's like, exactly. <laughs> 15, Mike. 15. Sure. She was 2017. <laughs> when you were 15 going on 17, I can probably guarantee you were two different people. I know I was. I was the same person. And I've eternally been the same person. Okay. A curmudgeon. This song for you. <laughs> it's not like the, the first album is super duper up tempo or anything. I haven't heard it, it so. a whole yeah, different I'll vibe that she was it. trying to give off. I mean, yeah. yeah, she talks about killing her boyfriend and all that kind of stuff yeah which is fun everybody enjoys that so she's a weird girl (laughs) even in the first girl yeah but at least the music was better sure i gave that album like a seven out of nine oh pretty damn good i thought and then i was just like what the hell happened on this one it seemed to be going in a good direction Mm -hmm. so america you're wrong but that's okay (laughs) because i love you this album (laughs) isn't for you america i love you but you're Stop freaking, freaking me out. me out with your Billie Eilish love <laughs> for this album. Future albums yet to be determined. Okay. But listen to that 
first one. I can't remember. What I keep called. meaning. I keep meaning to, but like I just never got around to it. It's nine tracks, Mike. I understand. Yeah, you're a very busy man. No, no, it's not that I'm like busy. I just keep forgetting to because they, because like I said, I, I I like this album. I like what it's going for. I like how it's filling a, a market void for weird girls. As the father of a really weird girl, like I can, I, I appreciate that. Like she has a, a, a pop artist that she can look up to and be like, yes. Yes. Spiders coming out your mouth. Yes. I'm all in. <laughs> Bruises on my knees for you. Ew. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, like bleeding out of her nose and all yeah. that in that video. I just watched it once and that was it. Ah, the first album is called Don't Smile at Me. Yeah, don't. Stop. I know. And she's sitting underneath the ladder. That's I've seen bad it. luck, Mike. Yeah, I've seen the I've seen the album art. I've never checked out the album. But uh, And she was blonde back then. She was. Back before she was really weird. <laughs> but that's it, man. Oh, man. End of the year. Painful. Get, we, we're done with these albums. It's okay. Get out of here. I mean, Dead Swords would have been on there if I hadn't have taken a leap without your, without your blessing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm glad that you at least checked out the Billie Eilish album. Because you were curious, you you were curious at least. I was, and I checked, and I showed you in the car yeah. the bad guy song, bad guys, and the crown song was good, and something about apologizing. That later on, no, my strange addiction. Oh yeah, I like that like song. Clips from the office in it. Yeah, reasons unknown to any of us. <laughs> I, I haven't done that dance since my wife died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad to see that Michael Scorn got. <laughs> Got his redemption. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed us. Uh, I know we were shitting on a lot of albums, but you know, I hope you guys at least enjoyed it. Took took, took a little bit from it. And it's if just... you think that we are wrong, or there's something missing from anything that we were talking about, like if you think that we don't get, especially with issues, please let us know. Please, please let me at, know. Please at us. Is that what you're trying to say? Please at us. You can <laughs> at us. Over on Facebook.com slash Skinny with Mike and Adam. Over on Instagram at Mike Wears Prada. Or if you want to send a long, scathing email, <laughs> Skinny with Mike and Adam at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, and please tune in next week. We've got some treats for you guys. I hope, I hope we enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy I'm it. I'm shocked by my top ten list. Just oh, yeah? like I was last year. Nice. I was like, wow, I can't believe that's my number eight. <laughs> <laughs> Go number eight. Go number eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, fo- well, folks, tune in next week. Uh, and keep enjoying things. <laughs> Marvel movies. 